Hi, my name is Marianne Petrie. My podcast is Slam the Gavel. I'm here to introduce Mr. Richard Provost, my technician, and he will be discussing his music, his family court issues, and life in general. So how are you doing today, Mr. Provost? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like... How has uh, your music been doing? Um, it's been going all right. You know, I've just been throwing out like instrumentals like left and right. Um, last uh, year, I probably threw out like 50 different instrumentals. You have a lot to offer and a lot of variety with your instrumentals. In fact, you did the instrumentals for my podcast. And I, I was very impressed to tell you, you the truth. And the one that you did that was left behind was excellent. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And where can uh, people find you at? Are you on YouTube? Um, SoundCloud, uh, just search Mike Technician on SoundCloud, MIC Technician. Okay, what's your email? if anyone wants to reach you to get some music. I just, this is the funniest thing. It is, let me double check because I just got uh, my new email. It should be, it's Mike Tech Music, all underscore at gmail.com. Okay. I do apologize because I just got, uh, I just created that, um, email not too long ago so you know i'm bad with uh especially phone numbers and i guess email addresses let me see mike tech music at gmail.com i got other ones that's that's the other thing because i got uh um other emails so i'll get confused when i have mike technician and then i got this one you know what i mean so i'm all over the place i i um, apologize go ahead i mean it's are <laughs> like all over the place with your emails there's you've got a bunch of things going on and you you've got a lot of these instrumentals and uh tell me how do you put these instrumentals together what how do you compose these i use different software as like ableton live sony acid pro what else i have mixcraft 8 i have a usb keyboard um so what I'll do is sit down and try to make like um, like different pieces, like piano pieces, like using my, um, and also I have virtual instruments within the software, like guitar, um, I can make drum roll. So I have my USB keyboard, so I'll get to what I can do with the keyboard. And then um, it, it automatically records into the, like you just like, how can I explain it? it uh as you're playing like say the keyboard or whatever it will show up in the software of like lines of where you're playing you can add like my keyboard you can add in like different sounds then then uh so i use uh what else do i use i can't even remember but those are my three main programs so far so like i said i got virtual instruments it's like violin uh so you basically i'm using the, the keyboard to make the sound i just picked like a little like a second little violin clip 
and then dee 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 on my keyboard. I guess that's what you would say. Okay. With the drums and everything else, and then I added in the the program, whatever program I'm using at the time, and try to master what I can. So it's not a big, it's not like a, a hard process or anything. So. It sounds like a hard process to me. <laughs> when we worked together and you were working on my music, you're, you were great to work with because I told you what I needed and what I liked and what I didn't like. And you adapted to get me the music that I needed. It was great. Thank you. And That's what I'm trying to do is get my foot in the door. I mean, I've been making music like, okay, go ahead. You answer me the questions because I don't want to take over your podcast. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I'm, it, I would think it would be hopefully very easy for you to get your foot in the door for how talented that you are. That was amazing for what you did for me. And I would think other people would want to use your services to get their music for for like even um, soundtracks for film even I, I was very impressed thank you so tell me about we were also going to discuss uh, i don't know your, what has been going on in in your life and um have you had any family court issues any family court recently or at or, all at all or Oh my gosh. <laughs> like where, where, where do you want to begin with that is up to you. We're going to do like about five or six podcasts on that issue. We possibly may. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, it started clear back. So yeah, I mean, the entire state of West Virginia has attacked me. Like I said, of course, I have the evidence, you know. Um, but anyway, it started clear back in probably 2004 with Wood County. I mean, they, to make a short story, or make a long story short, excuse me, is for the past, since 2000, I'd say about 2005, to be exact, is when the, the entire state has, you know, attacked me through the schools, um, of course, CPS, um, doctors, even my bank. Yes, I've, have you ever heard of your bank, like, purposely stopping your um like they they stop my uh credit or my debit card it's it yeah i mean everybody just it's, it with my ssi my ssdi what they did uh they took me to court for so yeah i mean they've just went after me like i said through the schools trying to get me for educational neglect which it's not even possible to get a parent for educational neglect. I don't know how much you want me to go over there, like, like the, um, to basically why it's impossible. I don't know how far you want to get into it about that. It's not even possible to get a parent for educational neglect. Um, they went after me three times. This is 2012, 2014, medical neglect. They'd never had any evidence. Of course, I was just learning the laws then <clears throat> um, posted the evidence, took some of it down. But I mean, I didn't know how far you wanted me to go into it. Because I mean, I've been hashing it to death. And people were like, oh, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I got the evidence. <laughs> so, well, 
see, that's a problem is a lot of people don't understand this until they go through it themselves. So they think a lot of us are crazy. Yeah. Until they unfortunately get sucked into this or this happens to them with false accusations. And like you said, with the school district, uh, the school district treats the non-custodial parent terribly. And I don't know if you can add to that or if that has happened to you where you were treated very badly in the school districts. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh well, yeah. I mean, with I was a custodial parent, you know. Like I said, they they uh, I didn't have to, well, they, you know. There's a long story behind it, but yeah, I was a I was a custodial. The I, well, sole custody is what I had because um, abuse was found. They it was established, filing the same case number. Well, matter of fact, the initial petition for a child abuse and neglect case was not filed. I had a, it says copy on the top, and it was only signed and notarized by a CPS worker. Ah, uh, no, it wasn't filed. Um, so, if we're, you're talking about the about the um, get back into like the school stuff, oh yeah, they so two so this entire time. Has to go has to go along with education rigging is what they did in my son's case. <coughs> well, first of all, they won't release all the records. They won't release doesn't matter if you're like, oh, those are your records. Uh, well, West Virginia, it doesn't matter. You're not gonna get your records. I don't care what you file, who you contact, because it's it's like still part of the good old boy system. The good old boy network. You're talking doctors, teachers, but anyway, get back to the school stuff. Well, it has to go along with education, Rick, and I got that evidence is where, like in my case, where um, it seems like needier families. I mean, they're attacking everybody, but it's like they rig your child's education from like the first time that, you know, from the first time they enroll, like in my son's case, he passed the placement test and he was helped on it and he retook it and he aced it, right? So he's bringing home A's, B's and C's on his report card, right? I got this evidence. So I sit down with him and, you know, tell him to spell his name, you know, math, that he's making A, B's and C's and he's sitting there confused. You know, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to spell my name. I'm going, you know, I get upset with him. I'm like, boy, you better quit messing with me. So I never questioned it because, you know, our teachers, you know, they're supposed to, you know, we put full, you know, we as parents put full trust in, you know, teachers. And we're not, I'm not going to question that. Finding this whole, so when CPS got involved, you know, in 2012, which they have no uh, jurisdiction in a child's education. I could go over this all day and I don't want to do that. But at the last minute, CPS gets involved. I pull him out. I contact the West Virginia Department of Education, I, um, the local uh, Department of um, Education. I, you know, I made a complaint that they purposely failed my son's education. Um, I asked, to, you know, for him to retake the placement test. They refused twice, and then CPS gets involved and says that my son needs to be in special needs classes. Yeah, so. And, and where do they get off thinking that your son needs special needs? Are you, these caseworkers are not psychologists. They're not involved really with the school district, correct? 
while West Virginia, they've, well, see, there's another, there's another thing I have to go over that we have to do another podcast because I can uh, do another little, it has to do with mind trickery, basically, or of what they're doing. It's, you know, I've been researching these laws since 2012, you know. Um, now, what was the question again? I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, where do these caseworkers think that they, that your child needs special needs classes? He needed to be, he need to be, he needed to be in okay. special needs classes because he was struggling. They okay. were giving him false grades on his report card. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when, um, I requested for the, uh, the IEP testing or whatever it's called, they refused it twice. And I pulled him out of to homeschooling. And then, yeah, yeah, they have no jurisdiction. Uh, CPS has no jurisdiction. It's um, GSO educational neglect. It has to be either severe abuse or severe neglect. Severe neglect is severe child abuse, like starvation. So, you know, it doesn't even, but anyway, go ahead. Well, how is your situation now? Where do you stand now with all of this? Has it run you know, its course? Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, they just stripped me of my SSI, my SSDI after started collecting uh, back in 2005. And that's, the, and I'm not the only one that's doing it too. It's, you know, they sent me like a workers comp form, like, but actually, they said they were reviewing my case. I'm starting to get back and figure all this stuff out. I'm like, if you're opening up my case, then you're saying that I committed fraud. Yeah. So they're trying to, you know, they're doing this, trying to, you know, confusion because that's what they do with these laws. They purposely mix and match these laws. I'm sure you know that to make them look like they're all the same and that to, you know, to the average person to um, confuse you on it but I can comprehend really well. So yeah, I mean, right now, man, it's been a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, financially, like, you know, like that much money, you know, so they've really uh, done me in on a state course, you know, so, you know, uh, with exposing, you know, and they don't like that. They said, they said that it's illegal to, um, let me get, get this out real quick. Cause I want to take every podcast and that's what I'm trying to do is that they're trying to say that it's a violation of state law. <clears throat> if you post like, you know, doc court documents, stuff like that online. No, it's not because it's not a cyber crime. The courts don't have jurisdiction on social media. No, unless if you're threatening somebody within the jurisdictional boundaries of the court, but, posting like, you know, your evidence against CPS, whether it be court documents, whether it be, you know, audio, the courts don't have any jurisdiction. So post away, they don't, no. Right, right. So, you know, it's not a cyber crime to post uh, evidence against the courts or CPS or whomever. So they have no jurisdiction online. They cannot tell you to take your evidence offline, whatever you may upload it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I see other people posting things all the time on their court things and CPS. And it's, it's really good that we do have Facebook and other forms of platforms to get our word out that these things are happening to not only parents, but the, our children. And uh, how is your son doing now? 
did speak to him yesterday through my mom. Um, I don't know. I haven't talked with him. He was so, yeah, so I had nothing to do with him. You know, I shouldn't be like that because he's my son. But like I said, in my case, it's already been established. They threw me, they pulled me, they couldn't beat me in freaking Wood County. They're not attorneys. We'll go over this. There's no way. Like I filed complaints and they dismissed them right off the bat. I said evidence, they dismissed them. So yeah, like I said before, I repeat myself, you'll you'll get to realize this, is that West Virginia holds the lowest or the highest, whatever you want to look at it, an attorney client insolvent rate at 1.8. They do nothing. So why in the hell would you need have to have a, a license of practice law? We got judges up here that I know in fact do have never went to law school. Um so refresh my memory. Now what was the question again? Oh, I was, well, I was just asking how your son was doing. Oh, that's right. Like, you know, as long as he's with his mother, I don't want to have nothing to do with him. He's, uh, he was going to get, you know, like I said, my case is already the yeah. child abuse neglect case was never even filed. I got that evidence, but he was going to testify against me in court. They left the case open. It's just a long story. I'm sorry. Yeah. And try to get me for his abuse, but it was already established because I got sole custody. So he was going to testify against me in court, make up some stuff. Um, a psychiatrist is going to go in there. So, yeah. So he's going to testify against me. So I said, oh, okay. I want nothing to do with you. Because, I, you know, I try to protect him, you know. But, you know, it's just the way it is. But So it's like, um, have you, like, just let go of it? Just, just let the case go? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I've already went through uh, attorney, uh, who is it? Mike Stewart, the, the U.S. attorney for what is it? Southern District of West Virginia. This, this guy is a joke. He doesn't do anything. People went to him for child trafficking, sent this guy evidence of child trafficking. He won't do anything about it. I've sent all kinds of evidence, faxed his office, you know, they, well, basically my son's case was covered up. Again, I got that evidence through Wood County and other CPS, blah, you know. So, yeah, I mean, letting it go, I'm going to have to because there's nothing I can, you know, unless I'm going to go to start smacking people around, but um, you don't want to do that, especially yeah. when you're not part of the good old boy system. So, right. yeah, pretty much I just let it go. I'm just like, whatever, but I'll still expose them you know, here and there, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not scared of them. They won't take me into court anyway. I'll slap them around. It don't matter. <laughs> like I said, they're not attorneys. There's no way. There's, there's, I go in there with like a year and 11 months, they couldn't touch me. So there's just no way that they have a license to practice law. There's, there's just no possible way. They sit in the court like a mannequin. You going to enter this evidence? They're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it takes the, like I said, you don't have to sit in court like a, a mannequin for the judge to agree with the other, you know, opposing counsel and throw a, you know, a parent be, you know, behind bars. And it's pretty sad when it takes the entire court system to put one parent behind bars. That's sad. That's sad when it takes the entire, you know, disorder, whatever you want to say, to put a parent, you know, one parent, one person behind bars sad <laughs> right they suck it's just yeah it's just not right i don't think they should be using the prison system in the, involving the family courts with the prison system it's just not good for the kid to know that a parent 
their beloved parent is in prison, no matter what they've been told by the other parent. Yeah. It just is not healthy for that child. And I don't know, you're, and you've, your outlet is your music to yeah. kind of um, let this emotion out. Yeah. Whereas, whereas my artwork is my outlet, but is, is it very helpful with you, with your music? Is it very, I guess, therapeutic to oh, yeah. let yeah. out that oh, injustice? Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I make, you know, I'm, like I said, I make music either to fall in love with, to fall in love with somebody or to break, or the other um, music that I make is you, you get that, you want to break furniture. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, so I make stimulating music for the mind. Yeah, because I mean, that's what psychiatrists were saying. You know, music stimulates. Yeah, like they said, also they pulled my Adderall X, XR. Yeah, it's been sort of tough with that. But they, I'm too mentally strong for them, so they can do whatever they want. They ain't gonna beat me. They, they when they beat me is when they throw me in jail. And they, they don't. They have no possible way of doing that. So, well, thank God oh. for that. Well, they've tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about that. Every this state is one after me, West Virginia. Sorry, people live here. But anyway, um, they have attacked me through every means possible. Everything I got the evidence. So if you want to see that, see my evidence. I, I did have some sites up, but yeah, I mean, maybe I had to let it go. Pretty much, it's not going to. You know, it's not getting me anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's almost like a, a toxic feeling when you realize that it's that you've got to let it go and and you're moving on with your music is that helping or yeah a little bit that'll start helping me and start making some money that's what's really going to start helping right. me right. You, know <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah so you do I, some pretty fantastic music and I would think it would make some good soundtracks out there when they're making a film or something. Yeah. So yeah, that's just the whole point. There's like I said, living in West Virginia, there's just no, um, there's no opportunity in this state. Absolutely, I mean, zero, nothing. Unless you know you're connected into the good old boy system. Well, what about like, <laughs> Well, you're on you're on LinkedIn as well. Can people find you on LinkedIn? How how can they find you? My technician on LinkedIn. I guess I I don't know what it is. I'm on and off there. Um, LinkedIn. Shoot, I'm not even sure. Are, are um, you Instagram? My technician Instagram. Yes. Okay. Well, at least people know where to find you. Twitter is. It's backwards. It's Technician Mike. It's on, on Twitter. Okay. At Technician Mike. However, Twitter does it. I was off of Twitter forever. I just really didn't care about it. So I'm on it now. Right. Because on Twitter, I'm at Petrie Marianne. So <laughs> P E T R I. So it's, I'm backwards on I'm gonna, there too. I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to cyber stalk you. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's how. You know, we just have to keep moving on. And despite what they have done to us through corruption, we have to find outlets to 
make ourselves keep going and keep plodding on and talking to others and and getting your music out there which is very important because you're highly talented you're highly talented what what you've done with my podcast music is awesome thank you but um we will do another podcast we will keep in touch and i will get back to you again is there anything else you would like to add before we part um not really i mean I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, just, okay. I, like I said, I just got up. I just got oh, up. <laughs> How about any, any advice for any anyone getting into music, like um, like what you're doing? Is there any advice? Yeah, get a hold of me. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> just, <contact. laughs> just get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because you can cool. take somebody that's like myself that's done it for a while, you know, if you're interested in getting into making music like I do. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you how to do it. Whatever. I'm sorry. No, that's I'm okay. Tired, man. I just got up at like nine thirty. Went to bed at like two. No, you did very well. What I'm going Thank to you. do is uh, we're, we'll end our podcast. You stay on, and um, I'm going to stop recording. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Put my glasses on.